Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear, and I'm the Mike's me. This week is the Z-Man. <laughs> what is up, Z? Yub dub. <laughs> Eat chop nub dub. I tell me to pa. Gin Nub yub. Glowa. Oh, my God. Go teachy to glowa. I don't know, dude. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I tried. I tried. <laughs> That's a good yep, job. Yup, yup. Yup, yup. Uh, on the other mic is the mighty Ganthor. What is up, buddy? Sound like Nell over there, buddy. Are you all right? <laughs> Nell. Nell, the movie with Jodie Foster. Nell. Remember, oh, they find Jodie Foster out in the woods speaking her own language. You don't remember that movie? No. Yeah, they, well, there's an obscure reference for everybody out there listening. Ganthor, once again, tapping into that, that vein of pop culture. Just tapping right into it. Good job, Ganthor. It's not all I've been tapping. Yeah. There you go. All right. This week, something must be done about uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. There's uh, going to be spoilers. Uh, spoilers. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. You haven't, you haven't seen it and you, don't, and you want to see it, well, first of all, you should see it because it's been out for a month. That's right. So if you haven't seen it, stop the podcast right now. If you're still here, I look, I saw the movie. This was what, about four or five weeks ago now. I saw the movie. I assume you saw it on opening day, Thursday night. I did, night. yeah. It was, it was Thursday night at 8 o'clock. And, uh, uh, with or without child? With child. And, with uh, child. With child. So I'm with my 10-year-old son and a, and a group of other people. And uh, I saw the movie, and it took me a good 15 minutes before I could say anything. Like, I, I, stood, I stood there against the wall completely silent while everyone else is kind of just, you know, talking about the movie. And it took me a good 15 minutes to say anything at all. And the first words out of my mouth were, I didn't like it. And I didn't understand the words that were coming out of my mouth. Like, I had a hard time resolving what my brain was saying like here's here's two two things that don't usually live in the same body my star wars fanaticism and the fact that i didn't like a star wars movie for the first time in my entire life and just to recap force awakens i love the force awakens rogue one i liked the i liked rogue one didn't love it liked it okay didn't love it but the idea that i i wouldn't like a star wars movie was so entirely foreign to me that I, I, like I was, I'm programmed, I'm predisposed to like these movies. The idea that I didn't like it was ridiculous, and I'm not the only one. This is a movie that was incredibly polarizing amongst the Star Wars fan base. Like, if you looked at Rotten Tomatoes when the movie came out, it was, you know, 93% fresh with the critics' ratings. Mm-hmm. But then if you looked at the, the users, users say, it was like 93% fresh critics, 53% fresh from the users so it was it was without exaggeration it was split right down the middle between people who liked it and people who didn't what was your uh, response there Gantor? Uh, i was gonna say i liked it i was going with it's fine that was the only thing i could say about this movie was it was fine there are some things i could have done without love triangles and casinos space wizardry i could have done without that space mary I poppins could've... yeah space mary poppins was it was an awesome awesome uh Awesome way to so bad. Just yeah, that was super weird. That whole scene was super weird. It's like, oh, okay, she floats out into outer space, and this is a great time to just let her die. Nope, just kidding. Nope. Space Mary Poppins. Zoom zoom. zoom. 
Yeah. Space Mary Poppins I had a big problem with. Force Time I had a big problem with. Wait, what's Force Time? Force Time. It's like FaceTime, but only using the Force, right? It's uh, Ray and Kylo Ren talking to each other you know, via the but Force. you don't have an issue with, with Force Dream Time. No, I had a big problem with that, too. Where, where ghosts come back and, and tell you things. <laughs> so That whole know, Yoda scene was like, Luke, shit. Use the Force. Well, all Luke. right, so... Luke, you switched off your targeting computer. What's wrong? Those those kind of, so all right fine as long as we're going to talk about this there there were several things that Ryan Johnson I'm just did trying to trigger you dude. no that's fine there were several things that Ryan Johnson did with regards to how the Force is represented in the movie that I thought were ridiculous hold, hold on you thought them better or worse than midichlorians worse oh worse than midichlorians at least at least midichlorians was a way of trying to explain the whole chosen one thing. Dude. I, granted, I, it wasn't the greatest thing in the world, but for me, the Force was always something more intimate, and it just turned. It, like it seemed like in the Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson established the Force as a superpower, and you could do anything with the Force. You could project yourself across the universe. You could save yourself from being blasted out into space. Well, you can force choke people across the universe. Yeah, but if you're looking at them, you know what I mean? Like, there, to me, there were several things that went above and beyond any established known way of using the Force. And it just, for me, it strained but, credulity. Like, I had a hard time getting my, armor, my arms around it. But isn't the Force the thing that connects and binds everything in the universe? Sure. Yes. It binds us. It so penetrates if, us. It binds the if, galaxy together. If we're bound and connected and we're also Force users, why wouldn't we be able to? use that to communicate i i fine but there were there were several points there were several points in the movie where well hear me out there were several points in the no, movie I, where i'm sorry your reaction was hilarious. no I'm, I'm i'm gonna poke some I, ho- I'm, gonna, I'm gonna poke some holes in that there were several okay. points in the movie where even kylo ren turns around and says to ray how are you doing this because there's no way you could be doing this you're not strong enough the force would rip you apart and it turns out it was snoke that was connecting the whole thing until they killed Snoke and then they were still able to do it. So now you're wondering, well, who's doing this? Is it Ray? Is it Kylo Ren? Is it Luke somehow doing it? Or is it Ray is so powerful with the force with absolutely no training that she's able to facilitate this connection. Ray, by the way, with absolutely no force training is now able to move an avalanche. We watched Luke Skywalker under the direction of Yoda trying to, move a couple of rocks and falls all over himself this one with no training whatsoever is able to move a fucking avalanche well she's really strong but no but that was it was never established and it turns out that well, luke said he was a he's never seen such raw power before and he it did scares he, him. he said i've seen raw power like this once before it didn't scam me before it does now oh yeah so he had seen it before and oh, oh yeah, by the way as long as we're going to talk about luke and what he saw the whole character – so look, my, my problems with the movie comes down to two things in particular. Number one is the characterization of Luke Skywalker, first and foremost. They, they completely fucked Luke up. There's no, there no way the Luke Skywalker that was in that movie was the Luke Skywalker that we saw in the original trilogy. Now, someone's going to turn around and say, well, you know, characters progress, they grow, they you know, become different people as they get older, they experience things. And I'm going to say, Sure. If, if there was anything to tell us how he got from where he was as a hero to where he ended up as a broken man, I would buy it. But there was, there was nothing there. The last time you saw Luke Skywalker, he was a hero. You see him now, and he's a, a shell of a man 
who turned his back on his nephew and considered killing him because of the dark side of the force. Yeah, but everybody gets tempted, dude. Even Jesus got tempted. Well, I would say, sure, if that was Luke's first temptation, but it wasn't because at the end of the Return of the Jedi, Luke is tempted again by the dark side of the force. In fact, he's tempted twice in the cave and Empire and again in the second Death Star in the throne room when he has the opportunity to kill his own father, who's strong with the dark side, and then doesn't. He says, never. I'll never turn to the dark side. He wouldn't, kill his, he wouldn't kill his own father. He was willing to sacrifice himself, knowing full well that the emperor was going to kill him. He was willing to sacrifice himself so that he didn't have to kill his own father. And yet here, he's willing to kill his nephew for having dark thoughts in his sleep, undefended. Yeah. He did admit it was a moment of weakness, though. Yeah. But my, my point is that that man who went through the hero's journey should not have had that thought in his head to begin with. That, to me... Was, the, was a false characterization for a hero that many of us grew up with 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And you can't just disrespect and discard that kind of understanding. Not unless you were going to do things along the way to see Luke breaking down from the hero that he had become. Otherwise, it comes out of left field. And what are you supposed to do with that? I think a lot of it, too, though, is that universe has to move on from Luke. It's been, what, 30 years since he's been in the film? Sure. You can what else have to, are they supposed to do? Sure. Replace I mean, Luke with another actor? No way. No. And, it, and if the plan was always to kill off Luke, and it seems that that was the plan. It seems that the plan was to kill off Han in Episode 7, kill off Luke in Episode well, 8. because they're all old. They don't want to do that shit anymore. Right. So they were going to kill off Han, kill off Luke, and then kill off Leia. Like, Le- like Episode 9 was supposed to be Carrie Fisher's movie. Because, I mean, The Force Awakens was clearly Han's movie. And then the, you know, the last Jedi was clearly Luke's. You know, the last movie in the trilogy was going to be Leia's, and I'm sure that she would have had some, some exit there too, which is, you know, unfortunately not going to happen now with the death of Carrie Fisher. But if, they were, if the plan was always to take these characters out and for the story to move on from these characters, then for me, you should have stayed with what made the characters who they were and what was, what was established for them when you included them in these movies. Okay, so, so why did your, your Force Awakens hero have... Luke run away and hide. Well, so that was that was the one thing they did establish was now Luke went off to Octo to die. He's like, I came here to he die. Ran away, he ran away to not be found because right. he didn't leave a record for anybody. Right. He ran away to die because he felt responsible for creating Kylo Ren. Well, he that wasn't Rian Johnson and Force Awakens or Last Jedi. That was... Uh, J.J. Abrams in Last Jedi. Well, all J.J. Abrams did was put Luke on Octo. Force Awakens, I messed up again. Right, but all all J.J. Abrams did was put Luke on Octo as as kind of the the MacGuffin for the Force Awakens. He, He didn't say why he was there. The reason for why he was there was established in The Last Jedi when Ryan Johnson writes, when Luke says to, to Rey, I came here to die. And the whole story about, about Ben and the, and the betrayal from there. That was Ryan Johnson, entirely Ryan Johnson. Well, that was. But like I said, well, what would J.J. What would Abrams' reasoning have been? You know what? I don't and know. what would you have accepted? I, well, anything other than what Ryan Johnson gave me. But what's, what's interesting about that particular statement is it doesn't appear that Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams really collaborated on the story. Because there were any number of things that were established in The Force Awakens that were either not followed up on or discarded or given a very abrupt 
answer to. You like know, what? Like what? Like who is Snoke? Right? Snoke in The Force Awakens was this shadowy figure with this big 30-foot hologram. Right? And for two years, it was all over yeah. Star Wars fandom to try to figure out, well, who is Snoke? Who is he? He's he's one of the emperor's he's one of the emperor's servants. He's he's from way beyond the outer reaches. He's he's Mace Windu come back from the dead. I mean, there were any number of ridiculous oh, yeah. theories about who was Snoke, and it was a it was a fan favorite thing to speculate about because we all thought that somewhere in this movie or in the next, somewhere in this trilogy, that storyline, that question was going to pay off. Right. And it I agree w- with you there. It was very disappointing how he was handled. But yeah. I also think it was very disappointing how Kylo Ren was handled as well. In what way? Uh, I'm not afraid of him. Well, I was right. never afraid of I was afraid of him in the beginning when he froze the blaster beam. Right. That's cool. Right. And his freaky-ass voice. But then once you saw he's just emo, angry kid, it's like, eh, I'm not, not why was it? Why did he have to have that scene with his sister? Or, well, not sister. With uh, with uh, with Ray. With Ray, with his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. I didn't need that. <laughs> that was for the ladies. Yeah, if you want to see that, go watch Girls. It just have to be for the ladies. But. <laughs> well, there you go. It's, it's for, for people who wanted to see him with his shirt off, whoever they may be. Like, I like him as an actor, and I didn't understand that. That was just unnecessary. I thought he was good in it. You know, I, I thought Adam Driver was good in it. I thought you know, he was much more angsty and very angry in this movie. And how he cut down Ray was brilliant. You know, that you could see the, the venom and the vitriol that he's just like, I don't respect you. And that was the other thing. Like the, that whole scene where he's, he's basically just laying into her. He's saying, you're not special. I'm special. You're not special. I can help you. That was another thing that didn't pay off. Because the, the, the other big question coming out, of, coming out of Force Awakens was, who's Ray's parents? Or who, where did Ray come from? Right, right. And, was and they all, say that she doesn't have any. Her parents aren't special, but that could be just him fucking with her. Well, yeah. okay, but here's the thing: they spent a lot of time in the Last Jedi establishing that Ray came from humble beginnings. The the tag at the end, the code at the end, with the kid with the broom, mm-hmm. right? When all the like the you know the the I don't know the slaves. I don't even know if they were slaves. Were they slaves in, in, on Canto Bite on the on the casino planet? Yeah, right. Do you remember Rose talking about how? They're slave kids. Right, yeah. So here's here's another example of a nobody who can be strong with the force, wearing his resistance ring, you know, pulling that pulling that broom to him with the force and then staring out into the stars. I mean, that's just only hammering home the point that anybody can be strong with the force and build up on this hope in order to take down the dark side of the force. If they reverse course from that, now in the third movie, and Ray isn't, you know, the child of nobodies, drunks who were just on Jakku, junk traders then to me that's that's even more disingenuous Why? you can't turn you can't turn around and make such a big point out of the fact that the force can be in anybody and anybody can be special and anybody can join a resistance and and lead you know lead to the light and then come back in the third movie and say no 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 we were just kidding she's really Luke's kid well you know she's not Luke's kid well, who who's ever whoever kid you know she's Obi-Wan's granddaughter she's Leia's kid, and they separated. They separated Ben and and Ray, and Ray at birth. Oh, where have I heard that before? Well, right. So I mean, whatever, whatever. And there were any number of these theories. It was, you know, Ben and Ray are, are actually brother and sister, and they were separated at birth, or, or um, you know, she's Luke's kid, and, and you know, the the grave that he was standing over at the end of, you know, at the end of Force Awakens is is her mom, or she's Obi Wan's granddaughter from the Mandalorian woman that. 
he might have had an affair with way back when. Like, this was, this was another favorite thing of people to talk about for two years, for two years, and it was just discarded. Why can't it be Yoda's kid? I don't care whose kid it is, but the, <laughs> the, the point is they just, dropped, they just dropped that plot line right there. Boom. We, 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 all, we all had that cliffhanger at the end of Force Awakens where you know, she holds out the lightsaber and she's the holding it to, to her. And she no, she hold, she holds out the lightsaber to Luke, and Luke like regards her with this sad and kind of angsty face, like you know, like the the he doesn't know quite what to think about this. He's sad. He's he's angry. He's wistful. He's whatever. And then as soon as he gets the lightsaber in his hands, what does he do? Tosses it. Chucks it over his fucking shoulder. Like oh, I'm glad you've been waiting two years for this fucking moment. Whoop. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I can see that. But. Right, but hold on. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's so the, the the lightsaber called out to her. Why would the lightsaber call out to her if it has nothing to do with her? That's my point. Because because it knows Luke doesn't want it. Yeah, but then here's the thing about the lightsaber too. We all we, we all theorized over that, and then what they do? They split the fucking lightsaber in half. It's broken. She hold on a second. Repair it. Every Jedi has to build their own. Right, do, do, but that I means she's got to build her own lightsaber now, and she's not using Luke's. Do lightsabers choose their owners? Is it like Harry Potter and a fucking wand? No, the no you have to build it. Right, every Jedi gets their, their own kyber crystal, and then they craft their own. Okay, so again, why did? how does this lightsaber choose her? Exactly, exactly. Well, J.J. Abrams came up with that. Right, and now In Ryan Johnson Force discarded Awakens. it. Right, where's the, where's the Lucasfilm story group? Where is anybody providing well, some continuity? Was, right, that was Disney's F-up. Not right, so I don't, I don't, I don't just blame Ryan Johnson for this. I mean, this is Ryan Johnson. It's Lucasfilm. It's Disney. You know, how the fuck did they let that happen? Yeah, fuck those guys. So the 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 Luke, you know, the the moment with Luke, the the Snoke thing, which was completely just trashed. You know, and I understood that, yeah, right? That because the the big bad here isn't was never Snoke. Now the big bad's Kylo, right? It's Kylo Ren. That's clearly the big bad. He's you know he's in charge of the whole damn thing now. Yeah. It's okay. You had to establish him as a as the big bad, so it's you know a galactic showdown between him and Ray. There's no doubt about that. Now that's the big climactic showdown at the end of Episode Nine. Yeah. And the 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 slow burn chase where they're like, well, we can't get to light speed, so all they're doing is just lobbing laser fire at them. I'm like, you're in this big fucking cruiser. You mean to tell me you can't just get in front of them and blow them out of the sky? Like, what the fuck was that? Or you don't have any friends who can help? Right, yeah. You can't call in the rest of your fleet to take out this one stupid ship. And oh, by the way, you were outsmarted by a stratagem that is just one step more advanced than putting a brick on the fucking gas pedal and then jumping out of the car. Yeah. It's actually less advanced when you think about it because she had to sacrifice herself in order for that to happen when all she would have had to do was just hit the gas, put it all the way down, you know, put the brick on the gas pedal, get in an escape pod, and get the fuck out of there. My 2002 uh, Camry has cruise control. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, couldn't a droid have flown that? Right? You mean to tell me there were no droids left on that fucking ship? <laughs> that she had, right, to, but... she had to do it herself? Yeah, but I didn't care about her, though, so. That's not, that's besides yeah. the point. Like, everyone in that movie had to sacrifice themselves. For what? There was no. 
there was no joy in that movie. There was I, I know it's supposed to be the middle movie and it's supposed to be a little darker and more somber than the others, but everyone had to sacrifice themselves. The woman at the beginning, the the bomber who had to sacrifice herself so the bombs would go off. Let's ex- let's just excuse the fact that bombs go down in zero gravity. I don't know how that works necessarily. Sister, they were launched from a magnetic accelerator. Oh, I, I, okay. Well, fine. There you go. There's your scientific scientific explanation for that. <laughs> because Star Wars was was never lacking in that. Well, there you go. So there there's your explanation. So so there's the there's the bomber at the beginning. There's Admiral Holdo. There's shit. Even Finn was willing to sacrifice himself at the end until Rose turns around and says, "Nope, you can't sacrifice yourself. I'm going to sacrifice myself for you." <laughs> like what? How did they not get shot? In like, those little, in those crash little onto the salty lands, right? Yeah, and like, and then they have to run what, like, ten miles back to the base, right? And, and not one of those adats could hit hit them. <laughs> it would have been quicker for them to have just gone to the base to try to destroy it. The 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 the, the bad guy, um, whatever that thing yeah. was called, the the, this, this, the the cannon thing that they were trying to uh, knock down their wall with, yeah. Yeah, the the ra- the battering ram, the battering ram yeah. thing. Yeah, they, yeah. why don't they just go straight for that and try to try to blow it up instead of going back to the base? There were so many places where you had to suspend disbelief because none of it really made sense. That you know, it's again, it's strained credulity. You're like, at one point, I'm throwing my I'm throwing my arms up because I'm like, what the fuck is this now? <laughs> like, I just I just couldn't. Did you guys like this movie? Yeah. What, oh, that was fine. What What about it did you like? Like, help me out, because maybe there's a way for you to turn I me back the to the light side were, here. Were beautiful. I'll give you that. Because yeah, didn't they do like most of it was all like actual explosions and not all CG? Yeah, they tried I, to do practical effects oh, where really? possible. Yeah, I love that. I hate CG just because. You know, wherever they could do it, they actually used like real, real boom booms. Yeah, it was the That's... same. It was the same thing like what they did with uh, Force Awakens. They tried to do as many as many of the effects with practical effects as as possible. Like I didn't, I didn't see anything like the whole nurses on Luke's island. Yeah, like yeah. everyone, everyone had a big issue with them. I mean, that's that's standard Star Wars, right? That's yeah. that's been in every movie where that's been that real campy kind of shit. Sure. The whole thing with like, what are the little doughy eye things uh, that that look like chickens when uh, when the porgs, when, the porgs. When 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 Chewie was going to eat one, the porgs. Porgs. So that whole thing, I don't. I guess they had needed a, a buddy for Chewie now, and and no, and... sorry, that's not why they did those. Spear, I think you know, right? Merchandising. No, on the island there were all these birds, and it was easier. Oh, to just that's turn right. Them into those things than to to erase them out of the footage. Well, is that what it is? No. So yeah. they 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 were inspired by by the puffins that are all over the Skellig Michael. That is the actual island in Ireland that they filmed it on. So they didn't they didn't paint over them. They created new ones. They were inspired by. It wasn't a a practical effect. The whole reason for the porgs was for merchandising. That was the only reason. And don't make any other mistake. That's why they're there. Well, it's Star right. Wars. It's not like merchandising has never been a consideration. That is also very true. I mean, what you what you guys think about the the comedy? There was a lot of a lot of comedy, and more there was more so yeah, in this was, than others. There was a couple scenes where I actually did laugh. I did laugh when the the when Ray knocks down the rocks and it knocks over the the nurse cart. things cart. Yeah. I thought that was actually funny. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like, there's a lot of jokes that are just like, huh. Well, Finn's chrome dumb comment was stupid. I think that must have been for the kids. Yeah, there was one joke at the end after you know Kylo Ren opens opens fire on on Luke's projection, and you know 
General Hux turns around and says, you think you got him? I think you got that, him. I think that's funny. I think that's fine. But he would never say that in a context because he'd be <laughs> right. dead. Yeah. Well, they don't like each other. Like I the mean, whole Hux, like Hux was going to kill him while he was knocked out. Yeah, it just it just seemed like in time. it just seemed like there was a lot of comedy in there for comedy's sake. You know that some of it was a little out of place. What do you guys think about the um, the prospect of Ryan Johnson now doing his own trilogy of movies? I would go see him. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm not holding my breath, but sure. I'm, I'm not gonna discount them. I will. I you know I I think he showed such such disdain for the established Star Wars continuity that I worry for what this will be like. You know, I've had a problem with the idea of these Star Wars anthology movies now for a while, too, you know, where, you know, how far off the reservation are they going to go? And are these things really going to feel like Star Wars movies? That's what I'm worried about with, with Ryan Johnson. Like, he just doesn't seem to want to play within the established boundaries of the Star Wars universe. And that's unfortunate because there have been plenty of authors and comic book writers and and what have you, creative people who have created stories within the Star Wars universe with or without established characters that managed to progress the story forward while still respecting what had come before. And I think that's the one thing that Ryan Johnson did not do. No comment. (laughs) I respect your opinion, but I was was hoping you would give it a a second viewing. Of what? The Last Jedi? Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. I, I probably you might like won't. it the second time around, and I say that because I hated Napoleon Dynamite the first time I saw it. I hated The Big Lebowski the first time I saw it, and those those are just two of movies that are my absolute favorites. After a, a second look at them, mm, I probably so won't. You still the other good. thing that I really liked was uh, Luke's demonstration of force mastery and badassness, where he projected himself so bad that it killed him. Yeah, that to me broke After my heart. I hadn't been shut off from the force for so long. Yeah, that to me absolutely broke me. Like, yeah, but that's the way to go. Here, you know, they say you know the Romans die now when you just after you've won because you know that's the best that things ever going to be. Yeah, but after after seeing after seeing what they did to the character and then seeing that 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 to me that absolutely broke me. I mean, I was I was already so you know kind of broken by this representation of the character i saw and then to see him do that and then die off i I'm not i'm not exaggerating i threw my arms up in the air i covered my mouth and i sat there in stunned silence for until the movie was over because i just i was broken after that i was like this is ridiculous like i don't even know how else to describe this like i i i, I grew up with this character like i idolized this character and then to see this broken version of him to see him betray his family when family was the only thing that was important to him you know all the way through the end of jedi to see him do what he did there and to have that moment with leia which by the way that moment with leia was awesome but to to know that that moment really didn't happen between the two of them i mean it did but it didn't and maybe she knew it because she felt that he wasn't there i don't know like that whole thing broke me i was like oh my god this fucking sucks or anything no i don't know i you know he wasn't really there you know I don't know. Like, that whole thing just fucking broke me. Just broke me. Just, that was it. And after that, I was I was done. I was like, no, I'm done with this movie. I'm done with Ryan Johnson. Fuck you. Fuck your mom, Ryan Johnson. I'm done. I get it. And I'm, I'm, the, only, the only thing I'm hopeful it. for is that J.J. Abrams can bring this thing back and, and kind of get this all to pay off. I don't know what they're going to do with Carrie Fisher now. 
You know, you CGI like they did Rogue One. No, they said they won't do it. They said they won't do it. Give them a year. So Disney and Lucasfilm need to get their shit together. But we'll uh, we'll always have we'll always have Hoth. Yep. <laughs> and there's that. This is, I think, the pinnacle of Star Wars. We'll always have Bespin. I feel like you know Humphrey Bogart and Casablanca. Mm-hmm. We'll always have Bespin. Me and you, Ganthor. Yep. We'll always have Bespin. Come here. Give us a kiss. Okay. <laughs> All right. What did we learn? What did we learn about Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi? Z man, what'd you learn? I want to. I want to see a porno with Jar Jar Binks's mom. <laughs> oh my God, that is the worst thing I ever heard of. Ganthor, what did you learn? Save us. I learned. I learned a lot of things. One, I I learned how to break you. Two, I learned that Disney needs to hire you to overlook and caretake the Star Wars universe. Goddamn right. And three, I learned that... Um, Spit it out, Gantor. Don't swallow it. I can't remember. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right. I only, I only learned two things. All right, that's great. Uh, well, <laughs> what did I learn? I learned that, that I didn't even go into everything that I didn't like about this movie. I left out the whole Yoda thing, which I thought was nonsense, by the way. Yoda only served to show up in that movie just to fuck with Luke because blowing up the tree had absolutely no bearing on the story because all the books ended up in a drawer on the Millennium Falcon. So the only reason for Yoda to show up was to basically just smack Luke around. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it woke him up out of his, his force coma. Which was, which was you know, the, the, only, the only reason for Yoda to show up was to get Luke into action, which was, by the way, more eloquently done in the Millennium Falcon when R2 sees him and says, you know, you know shows, uh, and, and shows him the hologram of Leia, and then Luke turns around and says, that was dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was much more eloquently done. The only reason Yoda showed up was to fuck with Luke. So you know what? Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. That's what I learned. So if you say fuck you, Ryan Johnson, why don't you go ahead and let us know on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash listeners or fourlisteners.com. You can check out the show on Stitcher Radio, on Apple Podcasts, or on Google Play. Just search for four listeners. It will pop right on up. And you can give us a tweet on the Twitters at four listeners, And you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash four listeners. It's everything slash four listeners. We thank you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you will check us out again next week. May the force be with you, everybody. What other what other uh, characters in the Star Wars universe would you hit? Oh, I obviously hit uh, Padme, right? No, non non human. Non human. Yeah. I would hit any of the any of the Twilight dancers from Jabba's palace. Are they the double t- head tentacle? Yeah, yeah. Women. Yeah, the dancers. Yeah. Yeah. They were sexy. What other female characters were there besides the singer? I would bang Admiral Holdo. It's Laura Dern. Yeah, but she's human, dude. Um, non-human? I don't know. I mean... Would you do an Ewok? I'm not into the furry thing. Yeah, but they're sentient beings. Yeah, but I'm not into the furry thing. I think that would would be problematic. It'd get hair everywhere, but...